Hi, and welcome to DaVita Leadership Insights, a weekly podcast for DaVita teammates who want to become a better leader, both personally and professionally. I'm Grace Berman, a senior director with DaVita University. And I'm Doug Miller, a master coach and DaVita University faculty member. Today, we get a chance to talk with Travis Whitmore, a group facility administrator leading two dialysis clinics in Suffolk, Virginia. She will be sharing her DaVita story and sharing her lessons learned on how to decide if a management position is right for you. Welcome, Travis. All right. Thanks for having me, Doug and Grace. I appreciate the opportunity. Awesome. So, Travis, I'm pumped to have you on the show today because ever since I saw you facilitate one of our management skills programs, I thought, wow, more people need to hear your story. It's so inspiring. And the topic for today is how to decide if a management position is right for me. So let's start with how did you make the decision to apply for and take on your first management position? Wow, that's a good question. Let me think back. So for me, I can remember working my position in my role prior to coming to DaVita, and there were lots of things happening, but what what I was focusing on was what wasn't happening. And I realized that the manager really impacts the flow and success of the team. And it was time for me to be that manager so that I could help a team, any team be successful because I felt like I was hungry and I needed to make that impact myself. And did did you reach out to anyone as a coach or trusted advisor to help you make that decision? I did. I reached out to a fellow nephrologist who was a partner as well as a friend of mine. We had built a relationship. We had worked together for years upon years. And I just told him how I was feeling and the story of what I wanted to do. And he sort of led and guided me through that process. Oh, that's that's really cool to be able to bounce stuff off of someone else. So that's what I heard is that as you're struggling to kind of make this decision on whether this is the right next step for you to reach out to somebody who you know and trust to help you make that decision. Um, anyone, any other influences in your life that kind of led you to this point? Absolutely. Um, my mother is is a, a huge influence, although she is no longer with us. She is a huge influence for me. Um we sort of grew up together. Um, she was a nurse and my grandmother also worked in the hospital. And so being a nurse is sort of legacy uh, in my DNA, if you will. And so I often use recall our conversations and guidance that she had provided for me previously to make some of the decisions I make today. Let me make sure that I um, do a quick recap because I, I definitely have talked to you a bit more here and learned a little bit more about your background than, than our listeners have heard. So so you were previously um, a dialysis nurse. Um, you were a nurse like your mom was a nurse. And then you decided that you didn't, you didn't like the way things were, where you um, were currently working. You thought, hey, the manager has such an impact, ability to impact the work and the team, and you wanted to be a manager. And that's when you applied for DaVita for yes. your first management position, is that right? Yes, you got it right. Look at you with your good memory. <laughs> yeah, look at that, yeah. Yeah, so, wow, what an incredible kind of path for you to, to you know, go after really what you wanted and, and try to make, uh, try to impact on that. So, um, so going back to sort of that time where you took on your first management position and it, and it happened to be with DaVita, which by the way, I should say fortunate for you, right? <laughs> to, yes. to have had that experience. Um, and, 
And so before we take on the new roles, and you were not only taking on a new role, but you were coming to a new, you know, a new company as well. So let's focus on that role, the manager role, this this big manager position that you have in your mind. You know, we have a picture in our minds of how it's going to be and how it's going to feel. And I think uh, sometimes, sometimes, oftentimes, it's it's not the exact same, right? It's not the same as what you thought it was going to be. So how was it different for you between what you thought it would be to be a manager, to be that facility administrator leading a clinic, and what it actually was day to day? For me, one of the big surprises was that I am a person that sort of like things um, organized and um, detailed. And some folks don't necessarily like that. And for me, connecting with people um, wasn't in the forefront of my mind because I just wanted to get the job done, get the task completed. But what I was missing was the connection with the people. How did you get get better at it? You know, muscles get better when you use them. And so I had to be intentional <laughs> about that and being intentional about connecting and talking to my team and being transparent with them. Like, I'm, I'm not used to this, so I need you guys to work with me on this. And so if you see me, you know, sort of disconnecting or just getting being task oriented, just, you know, sort of pull me back and because I gave them that um, that ability to do that, it made them feel like we were in this together, that they were a part of our success. And I'm a person, I don't, I speak French. And we, I know you're probably wondering, what is that? Yes, I don't really speak French, but I do say we, and I encourage my teams to say we. And so whatever we do, we do it together. Good, bad, or indifferent, we do it. And so, Travis, so when you moved into this management role and you had to kind of build those muscles, get get better at some of those things that maybe you weren't as good at not being a manager yet, how do you, and you know, your own path thinking through that, how do you coach other people to make the decision, is management right for me? So I do coach a lot of teammates to success. And in doing that, I encourage teammates to seek out someone that's already in that role that they're that they're looking forward to, um, whether it be uh, that role or a role above that, so that they can actually see and feel like sort of like a day in the life of. I think in in the village we call it a reality one hundred and one, and so spend some time. You know, if 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 that's allowable, you know, if there's time uh, allotted for that, to spend some time with that uh, particular teammate who's in that role, so that they can sort of get a feel for. The the things um, that are required of them. Of course, it won't be a full-on, you know, role uh, reveal, if you will, but they will get a glance, a glimpse into their the role that they're uh, seeking. That is a great suggestion, and and uh, I think it leads a little bit into this next question I was wondering about, Travis. Um, I know you've previously served as a, a regional operations director and then decided to step um, into back into the group facility administrator role. Can you tell us a little bit about what you learned from that experience and what you wish you had known or done differently at the time? Uh, sure can. <laughs> I wish that I had done exactly what I coach people to do today. 
Um, and that's part of the reason why I do that. Because as a teammate who's not in the role, you sort of create those things in your mind of what you think they do or think that, you know, they don't have to do or should be doing. But once you're actually in the role, it is very, very different. And so one, I wish I had done that for sure, spent some time shadowing a regional operations director because I what I learned about myself in the second part of your question is I am a nurse. I am full out all in a nurse and I wanted to spend time being with my physicians talking about patients and outcomes and uh, how we could make our patients better. Once I realized that, I also am thankful that I had the opportunity to go to my leader and say, this is not doing it for me. And he asked me, so what does it? What's your sweet spot? And I asked to come back to the group facility administrator role where I was thriving and felt fulfilled. That's awesome. I, I really admire your, it sounds like a courageous move. And I really admire your honoring yourself in, you know, kind of ties back to what you're saying earlier in terms of be authentic and be true to yourself. And it sounds like that was a, a really significant pivot point for you. Yeah. And Travis, I, I know that you, when you moved into the management position, uh, your first management position as a facility administrator that you had left a previous company and come to DeVita. So you weren't really being promoted from within the team to from a peer to a manager. But you know, that's something that we hear a lot at DeVita University are from teammates who are struggling with how do I go from being a peer to managing my friends or just managing my my other teammates who I used to work side by side with and now I have a different role. So um, in being a manager in the village for 11 plus years, I'm sure you've, you've heard this happen plenty of times. How have you coached those specific teammates who are worried about moving into that different reporting relationship um, with someone who they may be close friends with? So for me sharing with teammates who are um, looking to be promoted, um, I think we call it, you know, bud to boss. So setting, setting the boundaries, you know, expectations, because for people who are friends, you've worked side by side with those folks. And so you know what their work ethic is. You should start coaching them then, even when you're side by side with them, because the expectation is the same. Or my friends know that the expectation is even higher because they know. And again, we have to do this together. And so when you're looking to be promoted internally and you're going, you're thinking about, um, you know, how do I become this person's boss? Have the conversation, communicate. Communication is the key. Let's talk about what this looks like, what this is going to feel like, because there will be some contention amongst the team for some, but it doesn't have to be if we communicate. Any any really specific phrases in there that, that come to mind, Travis, as you think about having that conversation? What you allow will continue. And what we <laughs> what we allow, you know, how we allow people to treat us or what we allow to happen, even as charge nurses or clinical coordinators, I would say as anyone, what we allow will continue. Communicate through that and let them know, like, this is not meeting the expectation or I would like to see you do something different for your success, for our success. We can do this. Perfect. You know, we end all of our episodes with one practical, specific tip that we want our listeners to uh, to go out and try. So uh, could you think about one specific tip and recommend uh, recommend one for our teammates to go try? I would. Absolutely. I, I would say be courageous and being courageous for 
Um, you may look something different than it looks for me, but when you are courageous, you're, you're not afraid, you know, act as if, as if you are that group facility administrator that you aspire to be. And so go shadow a group facility administrator. If you're not, and you want to be a facility administrator, go shadow that person so that you can see and feel and get the reality of what it looks like um, to actually be in that role. Yeah, I love that tip that it's not just about hearing what it's like, it's about seeing and feeling what it's like. And, and that can certainly help to open, you know, all of our eyes as to what a next role might might be like for us and if it's right for us. So thanks so much for being on our show today, Travis. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, and thanks for all that you've contributed to our patients. I just can feel um, your dedication to serve our patients, and I'm just really grateful you're you're out there serving them. Thank you. All right. Thank you both for the opportunity and to the village. Just be courageous. Cool interview with Travis. Uh, I loved her tip at the end to uh, go spend some time in shadow and and see and feel what it's actually like to be in a position that you're considering. Yeah, I, I love that tip. And Doug, it's my turn to follow up on the tip from our last episode with Excellent. Ray Follett. We talked about how to effectively receive feedback and talked about that being one of the things that I'm working on, one of the skills I'm working on. So his tip was to ask for feedback in advance. So give someone a heads up that you'd like for them to give you feedback on something specific that you're doing, an action or a behavior, and then follow up with them later, ask them ask them for the feedback, and then thank them for so it. So how'd it go? Yeah, it was, it was not, not easy, and also it felt great to do it. In fact, it feels better, I think, to even ask for it up front, because you don't know what it's going to be. You, know? <laughs> you don't know if it's going to be in that positive or critical kind of feedback realm. So asking ahead of time. So I asked a teammate um, beforehand and just said, hey, I'm working on X, Y, or Z. Could you please listen to this as I'm, I'm doing um, this activity? If you could hear for that and give me some feedback later on how it resonated with you. And so I was able to do that ahead of time. And then afterwards, she was able to give me more uh, rich, I think, feedback because she knew what I was looking for and what to listen for. And I was able to be in the moment, not defensive, not armored in any way, just grateful and thankful for, for her in doing that. Thanks so much for sharing, Grace. I really appreciate how you've been. You've been really digging in on these tips. It's really cool to hear. Yeah. Yeah, it's It's cool. Awesome. So, um, listeners, uh, we'd love to hear your stories as well. So, please go over to the show notes and click on listener mail to share your insights and maybe get featured on one of our mini episodes. Yeah. And Doug, I also wanted to remind our listeners that we have two survey links in our show notes for them to share what they think of these podcasts and also to vote on our 2019 episode topics. Awesome. Well, until next week, one for all. And all for one.